0: Welcome to the Soul Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Belthoff, and I'm grateful to have you here with me today. This podcast is all about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you are not alone. We are here together. Which is why it is not only a podcast, but there is also a community space. It takes place off of social media so there are none of those distractions and it is a beautiful place to gather you can show up exactly as you are and you will be seen and heard and loved and i can't wait to hang out with you over there come on by and say hello you can learn more about it in the link below or on my website jenniferbeltoff.com now let's jump in to this week's episode which so crazy but is It is the final episode of 2022. I cannot believe it. Another whole year has gone by of recording this podcast, and my heart is filled with gratitude. Gratitude for me for taking the courage to show up here. It certainly wasn't something that was easy for me to do. But I leapt into it feet first, and I am still finding my way, still learning how to do all this, how to show up and chat with you. But I love it. I absolutely love it because it is stretching me way beyond my comfort zone. And I think that's really important for us to always do throughout our lives: to keep stretching, growing, going beyond what we ever think we can do. I am also beyond grateful for you being on the other end of this microphone. It means the world to me to know that you are there and that we are here together. Thank you for tuning in each week, for being my biggest cheerleader, and for supporting this podcast. So much gratitude. Last week I shared how I wanted to talk. To you guys about my year in review. And I was going to do it last week, and then we completely <laughs> ran out of time, which I was not expecting at all. So that is what we're going to dive into this week. And it is the perfect time, being that it is the last Sunday of December. I love doing year end reviews because it really gives you the opportunity to look back and see what happened. Because just take a moment right now and think about 2022. I am sure so much has happened for you. And you could probably quickly recall the big moments. For me, I quickly recall going on our final trip as a couple to the Cayman Islands before Emma was here. And how wonderful it was to have that time together and that was a really big moment. I also recall the birth of Emma cuz that was another big moment. But then there were also these tiny things that happened in between. And all of those tiny things are really truly what creates our life. Some of those tiny things was the moments that Dustin and I spent outside on our back porch. We have a tiny little screened in porch. And we just love being out there. We both say it is our most favorite part of this home. Sitting in the fresh air, first of all, is amazing. Love it so much. When it is chilly out, we will grab blankets, we will cuddle up. It doesn't stop us from going out there. We have a little heater that we put on. And we spent so many nights this year out on that porch. Before Emma was here, we would talk and dream about what it was going to be like when she was here with us and how it would not just be two of us out there on the porch, but now it would be three. And when she arrived, we did bring her out there and we loved having this new addition. During the whole COVID time, it was actually really fun because we are both huge Dave Matthews fans. I actually didn't really get into him until I met Dustin. I don't think I really ever listened to much of his music, but now I love him. And during that time, it was every Wednesday night that they would play one of his old concerts. And that became like our Wednesday night tradition out on the porch where we would bring out the TV, turn on the concert, hang out. And even though we couldn't go to the show, it kind of felt like you were at one. And that really cemented like our love for being out there. And since then, we are out there all of the time. And it's interesting because the porch wasn't always screened in. But I found online this company that creates almost like curtains. So, it's a screen that we put on a track going around the porch, and you can open it or close it. And so, it was super easy to install. It's not permanent. It made it so that, you know, when we move from here, we can take them down. But it has really, before that, I would go out on the porch all the time. But Dustin wouldn't, you know, the bugs and all this, whatever. He just, it was not his thing. And now he is out there always. And so I'm so glad that we put up those curtains because it has really extended the amount of use that we have. And it has really turned it into our most favorite place to be. But when I'm looking back on 2022, those aren't the first memories that come up. But those are really beautiful, amazing moments that we had together that I'm so grateful that we spent that time out there. And when I look, you know, and dig a little deeper into these tiny moments, it was even some bigger things that I forgot about. We had told my family that Dustin and I were expecting around Thanksgiving, but we had only told like the adults in the family, my brothers, their wives, my dad, and his girlfriend. We didn't want to tell any of the kids because it was still so early. You just didn't know. What was going to happen, you know, there was a lot of that nervous, terrifying energy from losing the baby the prior year. And so we wanted to let them know, but we didn't, you know, and we wanted to let them know because we needed their support. You know, if something were to happen, we had told them last time when we lost the baby after the fact. And it was just great to have them to lean on. To know that we weren't alone in this. And so I knew telling them early that no matter what happened, they were going to be there for us. But then in January, you know, it was kind of safe. You know, we felt really more comfortable and confident in sharing the news widespread. And so we did have my nieces and nephews come over um, one Sunday morning. We had donuts and bagels and we surprised them with the news. That we were having a baby. And we did it by playing this little game with them. And then the even more fun part, which my brothers, their wives, my dad, all of them, they had no idea, but we knew that it was going to be a little girl. And so we surprised everyone, letting them know that we were expecting a baby girl. And it's funny because that was such a big moment. But when I look back, I mean, it was so long ago. It was in January. (laughs) So it feels like a lifetime ago that I almost forgot about it. So sitting down at the end of each year and doing this year-end review gives you the opportunity to walk down memory lane, to pull all of these tiny moments and see, oh my goodness, yeah, there might have been some really hard things that I've gone through, but man, there were also some really good ones. And you're able to see it all. You see the whole gamut of what life really is. And life is filled with those ups and downs and every single thing in between. And it is absolutely wild and amazing. Now, this process is definitely time consuming for sure. And as I was doing it this year, I was thinking of ways to make it easier for next year. And in my head, I'm like, why haven't I thought of this before? This could really be so much easier. (laughs) But I'm going to share with you the long way (laughs) and (laughs) really let you know how I dive into it. So, the first thing that I do is I grab a notebook and I have what I started this year, which I never done before either. And I'm like, why haven't I done this this way? I've always just put it into the notebook I was using at the time. But this year I took a dedicated notebook where I'm gonna put all of my year end reviews in it because how great will it be to just have one. Instead of trying to find that one notebook from three years ago, I'm like, wait a minute. And it's like impossible to find because I do have so many notebooks. Now having just one place where all my year-end reviews are going to be, oh, they're going to be amazing. So I'll just be able to flip back through all of them whenever I want. So I encourage you, to get one notebook. And it doesn't have to be something super fancy. The one thing that I learned many years ago when it came to writing, because I lo- love stationery, I <laughs> love all things paper and pens and I would find these beautiful, amazing notebooks, and they were gorgeous, but I would never write in them because I was terrified to cross something out, to make a mistake, to have my handwriting, not look pretty. And so almost having that beautiful notebook, it paralyzed me, and it stopped me from doing the work. So no longer. What I do use now are composition notebooks, and let me tell you, composition notebooks are nothing like they were when I was a kid. When I was a kid, it was just that black and white marble. Do you remember those? Mm -hmm. No, they have ones with the most beautiful, fun covers now. You could find them on Amazon, Target, Staples. They're all over. And so these are my go-to. And I have a shelf that is just stacked with notebooks that are filled and also blank ones that I purchase as I see them because I know I'm going to need a blank one, you know, when the time is right. And so I have a bunch to choose from. So I grabbed a composition notebook. And I grab all my tools. And the tools that I use to go back and walk through and see what happened this year are, the first thing is my calendar. Because I put so many of the things that I do in my calendar. If Dustin and I are going to the movies, it's not like I need to put it in there to remember, Oh. We're going at seven o'clock tonight. No, but I just like to have it in there so that when I look back, I'm like, oh my God, that's right. We saw Captain America this month. That was so much fun. And so, anything that I'm really doing, if I'm going to even go down and watch one of my nieces and nephews play one of their sports, I put that in there. My calendar becomes a little bit of a walk down memory lane. And sometimes I'll even add things in retroactively just so that they are there. And so that is one major tool that I use is my calendar. Another one is Instagram because I am posting throughout the year different things. And those things that I post will definitely jog memories of what happened. So any kind of social media feed that you are posting on is a great tool to use for this. Another thing that I use is my camera roll because in my phone, because I take so many pictures that I don't share, you know, of just little tiny things and seeing, you know, those you're like, oh my God, remember going to dinner? That was great. (laughs) Now it's tiny, tiny little things. And so those are my main tool that I've been using time and time again. This year, though, I did have an additional one. And I started this in the beginning of the year where I took a notebook and I wrote the date on the top of each page. And then on that particular day, I just jotted down one memory, one moment. It doesn't have to be the best memory moment from the day, but just something that happened. Something that marks, wow, I went through this day and here's what happened. I did a lot of laundry (laughs) today. I went down the shore and put my sand in the toes. I went to the grocery store, you know, and just little things that I put in there. And that's a great tool because it's every single day. And this is the first year that I did this. And I was inspired by when I went to my dad's house, he moved this year, and we were cleaning out the house, I found this gift that I had given my mom years ago, and it was a box that I had made, and I cut up index cards, and on each index card, I stamped the year, not the year, sorry, the date. And so there was one card for every single day, and I had, you know, told her. To write down a memory. And when I saw that box, I was like, oh my goodness, how wonderful. Because I pick them up and I read and I see like what she was doing that day. And it's funny because some of them she's like, oh, awful day. <laughs> that's all she writes. And I love it because that is life, right? Like we have those awful days mixed in with everything in between, you know, and even just I'm um, thumbing through her cards now and she writes on here a hot sunday lazy day you know and it's just fun to think and one seeing her handwriting is amazing and then you just think like oh my gosh she was just hanging out on that sunday you know doing what she does and so i love that i started doing this it has been so much fun to just jot down one thing and it doesn't take any time at all it's really super simple. And it's an absolutely great tool when it comes to this year in review. And so now with my blank notebook blank, because this is going to be my first of many that are going to go into this notebook, I write on the top of a two-page spread each month. So January straight through to December. And then I grabbed my phone and I started scrolling back through each month and looking at what I did. And for things that I did, I wrote them down in those particular months. And so when I go back all the way in my calendar to January, it's fun, you know, to see like, what was I doing in January? What was happening on these dates, you know? And I see that, oh, I went to dinner with Dustin. I had a doctor's appointment. I met up with my friend and hung out at her studio. I recorded my second guest on the podcast. That's right. We had Christmas in January because everyone was sick during Christmas and none of us got together. And I totally forgot about that. But yeah, we had Christmas in January for both my side of the family and Dustin. And so I just scroll and see, you know, what are these things that happen? And I write them down. And I just get them down so that I have these memories. I have these moments. And I can really see what happened. And let me tell you, it takes time. <laughs> so what I like to do is I love to find a cozy spot to sit, light a couple of candles, have a glass of warm tea, and sit and go through and not do it all at once because it's way too overwhelming to do it at once so i definitely do it over chunks of time and i'll use my calendar and i'll go through the whole calendar writing down the months you know putting it down the next time i'll scroll through instagram and see what different things are on them and then add them to those months then i'll use my camera roll to do the same this year i picked up that daily gratitude or moment notebook. And I wrote down things from there. And like I said, it definitely is time-consuming, but it is amazing to see what happens in the span of a year, how much you go through, how much you persevere, and you're really truly able to see it all. It's incredible, absolutely incredible. And after I have all of that down and I have the meat of what what was, I like to look back and pull out those those high moments. What were they? What were those absolute wonderful, incredible things that happened? And I'll look back through every single month and I'll create one list that has all these high moments. And seeing them in one spot, you really see, wow, wow, life was good this year, you know? Yeah, there there were struggles for sure, but it is good. Then I look back and I see where those struggles were and see what were those hard times. What did I learn from them? And when I looked back on this year, there were definitely hard times that I forgot about. But it reminded me of what I made it through. And not only what I made it through, but it showed me what I'm capable of. It showed me the strength that I have. And we, oh, I feel like we always need to be reminded of the strength that we hold. We'll wait Because we forget. We're so busy just running through life that we forget to recognize all the courage, all the bravery, all the ways you show up and give ourselves credit for that. And so, in looking back and seeing this, I take a moment and really give myself credit. Credit for all of it. All, yes, all of it. And so I see my highs, I see my lows. And then what I like to do is kind of sum up the year in a couple of sentences. And sometimes that can be hard when it's a big year. But just a a little recap, you know, what's the top thing I learned? In what ways did I grow? Where did I struggle the most? What am I so super proud of? And I put all of these things into, you know, a a paragraph or two, a page, you know, sometimes it's longer, of a recap. This is my year. This is what it encompassed. Where I traveled to. Where I showed up even when it was hard. And i love to end it in where I'm standing today, in this moment. Where is that? How am I feeling? And after looking back on this year, this year where truly for me, I feel like I started as one person. It was just Jennifer. You know, yes, I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. I have so many other titles. But it's really just me. Yes, I'm in a relationship. So yes, there are the two of us. But now, after July, that shifted. (laughs) And I became not just Jennifer but this crazy, wild, incredible title of mom added to that. And that's a big one. And it's not that I see that I'm two different people, most definitely not, but I have just seen the way that I have expanded and grown. And so all that I was before becoming a mom it's been amplified because becoming a mom gosh it showed me that i am capable of way more than i ever imagined that i am so much stronger not not even like physical strength but mental so much stronger in myself and just knowing who I am and setting boundaries and speaking up and not getting walked all over, like stronger in those ways of standing up, you know, head held high. This is me showing that, you know, to the world. Before I feel like I kind of blended into the background, you know, especially when I was younger. And then I slowly began to find my voice and find myself. But becoming a mom took it to this whole new level that I wasn't expecting. And I got to tell you, it feels so good. So good. And so there's not these two versions. There's not this before Emma, now, who I am with Emma. It's There's more to me. There's this different depth that is only there because I have this child to care for. That is only there because there's more that I need to do. There's more ways that I need to show up that I never had to do before. And I love it. I love this new version of myself. And if you look at your life and who You are. There is this thread that has run through your entire life. And yes, you have grown, you have expanded, you have become, but at the core, at your very heart, you have always been you. You might not have shown the world it in all of these ways, but it's there, right? It is absolutely there. And I feel like becoming a mom, the door just opened and it was like, hello world, here I am, here I am, and I am ready, ready to take it all on. And so that is really where I'm standing when I look back on my year, seeing this incredible amount of growth and feeling good, feeling really good. And let me tell you, days are not always easy, right? No. But overall, looking at it from the top view, so much goodness. So much goodness. And one last thing that I love to do, and I haven't found it yet, but I know I will, is after looking at your year, seeing all of it. I love to find a song, you know. What is your theme song from this year? If you had to choose just one song that really spoke to what this year was for you, what would it be for you? And I am still searching for mine. I will share it with you once I find it. And I know I will find it, but I haven't found it yet. But what's your theme song? And I would love to hear what yours is. Come on over to the Soul Circle community and share it, because it's going to be so much fun to hear what everyone's theme song is. And so that's, that's pretty much it. You know, it's a lot of digging in, a lot of reflection, and honest reflection without judgment. Because when you start to look back with judgment and think, oh, I should have done this instead, Oh, you know, this could have been so much better if I had done X, Y, and Z. That is 100% not what this is about. Yes, you can look and learn, but don't beat yourself up because, man, you are standing here. You made it. That is an accomplishment. That is something to be really super proud of. Here you are. You're here. Recognize that. Don't judge it. Just be. Mm. So, I invite and encourage you to do your own year end review. And when I was saying that, you know, it's kind of as time consuming and it's hard to do, and I thought of an easier way (laughs) that this could be done. Now that I do have my dedicated notebook, what I am going to do is I'm going to write down the months for 2023. And then at the end of each month, I'm going to go back and kind of do this excavating and making this list, looking back through my calendar, through my photos, through my social media, really seeing what happened and writing it down month to month. So now come December, when I'm sitting down again to look back through the year, all that work is kind of already done. And I have those moments and all I need to do is read through them and recognize and see them. And so it will take out these chunks of time that really do take time to go back and pull out. So grab that notebook, do 2022, and set yourself up for 2023. It truly is incredible to look back and see all that you have done. Now, since this is our last time gathering this year, I did want to end by pulling a card. What is it that we need to know as we are standing at the end of 2022? What words do our heart need to hear? I am using the daily guidance from your Angels Oracle deck from Doreen Virtue. Shuffling these cards, thinking, close your eyes. Just be in the moment and be open to what is it that you need to hear as 2022 comes to a close. Hmm. The card that comes is focus on service. Interesting, interesting. And it says, your soul desires only to joyfully serve and to swim in a constant stream of bliss. This dream continuously feels, sorry, this dream continuously feeds you everything you need. Put your entire focus upon staying in the stream of giving and receiving in every situation and in all that you do. Oh, I love that last line of staying in the stream, the stream of giving and receiving. Because if you think about it, if you constantly do one or the other, If you're constantly giving, 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 you're just depleting yourself. And if you're constantly just receiving, 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 you are losing all that comes from the giving. And so it does absolutely have to be this push and this pull where you do both, where you give and you receive. And man, think about that. Think of the ways that you have been giving. You really have been showing up and putting yourself out there. And now also think about the ways that you've been receiving. Have you really been giving yourself space to receive? Or have you really been hyper focused on what it is you need to give? Especially during this time of year, I feel like that focus of what we need to give out is the major one. But we don't realize we also need to be tended to. We need to receive the love. And there is also, you know, this piece where you think of the law of attraction, what you put out, you get back. And so think about that. What are you putting out there? What type of energy are you giving when you enter into a room? Is it really good, amazing vibes that are going to come back to you? Or do you kind of show up grumpy? And you're getting that back. Remember, people feel you. they feel the way you enter a room. So show up the way that you want them to feel. and do it with loving, beautiful intention. Oh, I thank you so so much for being here, for taking this journey with me a whole other year. It is absolutely. Incredible and mind-blowing that it's been another year. I will be back in the new year with a brand new episode, but until then I wish you a wonderful end to your year. Take some time for you. Slow down. Recognize all that you've gone through, all that you have done. Be present in the moment. Give yourself grace and simply just Step outside into the fresh air and breathe. Sending you a giant hug from New Jersey. And I'll be back next week. Until then, have a wonderful week. And we will talk soon.